RadioInfluence.com. Hey everyone, welcome to Live Bold and Boss Up. Steph and I are here with Lauren McComb. She is an entrepreneur, business owner, health fanatic, and mom of two with three bonus kiddos. More on that to come. From the business side, Lauren started as a financial advisor, and she was in that role for five years until she realized that she didn't want to sit behind a desk anymore. So that's when she decided to open up her own award-winning studios, Pure Bar Tampa and Pure Bar St. Pete, and couldn't be more proud of the success that they achieved. She opened more studios in Clearwater and Bradenton and really enjoyed seeing how they helped the local communities. She currently owns the Pure Bar in St. Pete and has sold the other two incredible studios just in the past few few years, right, Lauren? Yeah. And um, in May of 2017, everything really changed for her. Um, if if that wasn't good enough, right? <laughs> her having these pure bars, um, she was approached with a new business venture called Prove It which is a worldwide leader in ketone technology. Uh, even though at this time, at the moment, she hadn't heard of it, she decided, okay, let me try it for myself, and it completely transformed her life. Uh, Prove It helped her to spread her passion of the health and wellness um, just kind of far beyond what she ever imagined. So, you know, without further ado, let me just share, you know, and, and introduce Lauren McComb. Welcome to Live Bold and Boss Up. We're excited to have you. Yeah, Ashley and Seth. Stephanie, thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to share more of my journey as an entrepreneur and share my heart and excited for everything that uh, we're going to go over today. No, I'm so excited. I have known Lauren, or we've known each other for probably close to 10 years now. Yeah. Whenever you first started Pure Bar Tampa, her and I worked together. And um, just getting to know you over those couple years that I was an instructor there, you just, you, you are very inspiring and motivating because you have this energy that just like no one can compare to like it's it's pretty amazing thank you and we also had the commonality Christina your cousin yes I went to college with her and when we found that out we're like gosh that's such a small world and Mm -hmm. you know I'm just so grateful to met you 10 years ago in the Tampa Bay community and to have had you as an amazing rock star teacher that you were so thank you yeah so I'm super excited to we were trying to think of what we were going to talk about because there's so many great things that we wanted to talk to you about. So we narrowed it down to something that you're very passionate about, vision boards and manifesting, which I think is huge. Like, I love this topic. I know Ashley does, too. Yeah. I am so excited to talk about this. It's like yeah. a little on my woo-woo side, but it's got some stats mm-hmm. to it that is very relatable for everyone. Yeah, it's such an important topic to discuss and also incorporate into your day-to-day life because sometimes, you know, we have to inspire others always and yourself to dream bigger, do more, and really find what your burning desire is so you live your life to your, you know, fullest potential. Um, And a quote I really like to go over with so many is you're not, if you're not happy where you're at in life, you're not a tree, you can move. And knowing that you are a deserving dreamer, so whatever you want to paint for your life, like I always say, it's your canvas to paint. You can make it come to life by really visualizing what you want and having like intention behind it. So with a vision board, 
I actually um, started implementing it into my yearly routine when I start the new year and like, what do I want to do for this year? What do I want to live by? Like the words, um, maybe some places I want to travel to um, as a mom, some goals as a mom that I would like to accomplish for our family, um, different things as an entrepreneur that I really want to have in life. And there's no really, Ashley and Stephanie, right or wrong way when you're creating your vision board. It's what you want and manifest in your life. So um, I've created one the past three years and having it next to, I put it on my nightstand. And the reason why I put it on my nightstand is so I see it all the time before I go to bed. When I wake up in the morning, I walk by it and I, I really take it all in. And over the past three years uh, of implementing it into my yearly routine, um, a lot a lot of that's come to fruition. And I truly feel that when you make a vision board, it's on your conscious and subconscious mind. So in your day-to-day, you'll make decisions that's going to propel you to reach those those goals, if you will, that are on your vision board and whatever they may be. And as like, I love to coach others to win and succeed and develop their why and create vision boards. And I've coached many to do that. But what I've identified is sometimes people will hold back and not put something on there that they should. And they feel that maybe they're not deserving of that. And if you speak that language to yourself, that's, that's what's going to come. So what you think becomes, but if you really believe it and have that burning desire and are intentional and put it on that board, it's going to come to fruition for you because it's all about mindset. It's all about mindset. Yeah, I love that a lot. I I was researching vision board and creation and, you know, some of the positives and some of the negative things that people think. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I've noticed is, you know, some people um, – really like psychotherapists, this is getting crazy, right? Because I'm neither a psychotherapist, nor do I know one, but just reading about it, they mentioned that, oh, vision boards don't help because um, those individuals will just create it and then leave it alone and then just hope. But you have a really good point in saying, you know, you have to get it in your subconscious mind and your conscious mind and you have to actually use the words, right, and and speak positively and action towards that that vision board that you've created. You have to believe in it. You have to believe and see it and have it as a part of your every day. Exactly. Right? Yeah, belief in yourself is key. So I always say, you know, believing in what you're doing, your journey and where you're at and where you're going and never look at maybe if you don't accomplish something there, don't look at it as a failure. Look at it as growth, an opportunity to grow, evolve and learn. And I agree with both of you wholeheartedly because I feel that now that I've become intentional and created a vision board, those things come to life. And in the past, I would say maybe, oh, I, I would like to accomplish this or I want this or I would like to see this happen. And it's, it's a two degree shift in your language. And then also when you're leveling up yourself and creating a vision board, you also really are intentional with who you're surrounding yourself with. So your peer group, you know, because if you're around a peer group that wants to also become better every day and have goals and aspirations and dreams and they make vision boards, it's going to come to fruition even more. It's it's really true. Like you are a direct reflection of who you surround yourself with. So find a peer group that also does that and you all win together. 
it's, I mean, it's pretty dynamic once you do start implementing vision boards into your, your life and what comes to come, you know, it comes to play and comes to reality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just out of curiosity, how big is your vision board? It's like uh, 10 by 10. Yeah. 10 by 10. Like inches or feet? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe actually 12 by 12. Inches. Okay, like a like a like a decent sized poster board. Yes. Okay. Yes, and I'm and there's sometimes I will think of something Ashley and Stephanie, and I'll add to it. But I do create at the beginning of the year, and I and you can have fun with it. You can get a group of friends together. You can do a virtual um, vision board party. I've done some virtual ones before, which was really fun. You know, I right now that. we're using a lot of virtual Zooms and conferences, etc. So you can do. A vision board from your home. You can get together with a group of friends and have fun with it too. I love that. So, with work, with the next path, um, I've kind of been in charge of like at our kickoff um, meetings every year. At the beginning of the year, I'll be in charge of the vision boards. Mm-hmm. So that's something I thought was important to implement and have all of us spend a couple hours, you know, clipping out pictures and words and just visualizing what we want our year to be like. So we've done that the past couple of years. Yeah. And we'll put them up at I our love desks. That. So we see them every day. And um, I feel like, so this year, We'll review the one from last year as well. So, mm-hmm. like, this is what I accomplished from my vision board, which I feel like that's important, too, just holding yourself and other people accountable. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I feel like this year I'm already on track better than I was the year before because now I'm more aware of it. So I'm yeah. trying to make sure that I'm, you know, keeping that as a focus and I'm mm-hmm. accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish. Um, but the year before, there was, like, quite a few things in there that I didn't accomplish yeah so I think just being aware of like actually have to like take steps to do that in order to achieve it so do you feel like there's stuff on there every year that you haven't accomplished or do you accomplish everything that's on there Absolutely. So there's a few things on there this year that I'm not going to get to accomplish. And you you pivot. You don't panic. Uh, there was, a, you know, I wanted to travel to Bali with right now with, with what we're adapting through. You have to be adaptable. I'm not going to be traveling to Bali. So I'm going to just move that to my vision board for the following year. And again, not looking at it as a failure, pivoting and knowing that you can accomplish it on your next vision board and putting it on there. But being mindful, it's all mindfulness you know, um, not using as excuse, being mindful, you will get there. But sometimes you have to pivot in different situations in your life and not panic, have a solution. I love that. I I love stuff that you said you're accomplishing things that are on your vision board this year as opposed to next year, like you're improving. And I guess my question to really both of you is, like, what are those steps that you're taking to Mm -hmm. make those things come true, right? Because um, I think I definitely did what this psychotherapist was reading about or writing about, you know, just creating it and then forgetting it and mm-hmm. just kind of hoping. Yeah. Right. I, di- I didn't um, take steps. So what what are some steps or, you know, key yeah. points you would you would say to make that happen? That's a really great question. So I feel I was born as an entrepreneur, like from the moment I was 10 years old, I started babysitting. And then I had my first job when I was 15 at Rita's Italian Ice serving Italian ice Mm -hmm. and custard and had a job throughout my entire, you know, course of life and college, et cetera. And 
it, it maps back to then having, um, being intentional. Like, so just in the past three and a half years of aligning myself with Prove It, I feel like it's been like entrepreneurial boot camp. And in a, in a, such a fantastic way, I've learned so much and grown even more. But something I've implemented into my day to day is um, called Daily Method of Opportunities. So DMOs and what that looks like, Ashley and Stephanie, is I map out my day and I wake up maybe 30 minutes earlier every day and sit down and quiet and map out what the day is going to look like and be intentional so it aligns with what's on my vision board to really stay on track and focused and know it's on the forefront of my mind because I'm accomplishing those daily opportunities to get you further to accomplish those goals. Yeah, I like that. I was literally talking to D-Rod today about, you know, hey, you have to have your schedule set every single day on what mm-hmm. you're going to accomplish. And how do you do that? How do you wake up 30 minutes earlier? It's all, You're already waking up early as it is with all those kiddos, <laughs> right? How do you do that? What time do you wake up? Yeah, so um, we have our children half the time. So when we're with them, very focused on family. And then obviously when they're not with us, you know, we have a little bit more flexibility in our schedule. Obviously, we miss someone, we're not with them, but our kiddos wake up around 6 a.m. for school, so I'll wake up around 5.30 a.m. when we have them, and I try to stay on that course when I don't, but let us we're all human here some days. <laughs> right. We'll sleep in, right? right. Um, but I just will sit down at my desk and really map out like what's going on that day. My DMO is pretty much stay the same. I like to move my body, so movement. I think that's very key, especially to keep your mindset sharp, and also endorphins, and it's really good. You know, that's, I feel when I'm like riding the Peloton or, you know, doing pure bar class or maybe go out for a power walk, um, ideas flow, you know, and they really generate like how I'm going to get to that next goal. Um, Secondly, mapping out what I'm going to accomplish for the day, like who am I going to coach within our team or who am am I going to call or, you know, guide them to empower them because that also motivates and empowers me. So just having that 30 minutes before everyone wakes up is a game changer for the schedule. I love that. I'm going to do that. I know. That's, that's, <laughs> that is one thing I've gotten better at this year. I feel mm-hmm. like maybe being home over quarantine and have having that little bit more flexibility, not having to come into the office, I would still wake up early and then have some me time. Yes. So, but it wasn't necessarily focusing on what I need to do for the day, which I'm definitely going to start doing. But I would get up earlier and I would meditate or I would do mm-hmm. yoga. So just, you know, focusing... And just kind of prepping myself for the day, but I like like seeing your day. What are you going to accomplish? And that way, it helps you stay on track with your goals and yeah, your vision. I love that you medit. You said meditation and yoga because that really helps with mindfulness Mm -hmm. and getting your mind um, on the right track. So another thing is, and sometimes when you wake up, your day to day can be different. But the thing I start with every day, right when I wake up, is I send out five gratitude texts because when you start in the state of gratitude. Fear can't enter and fear cannot exist. So when you start in that grateful gratitude mindset, it is, it's key. It's really key for every, every area of your life. So sending out five gratitude texts. I like that. I started, so this year it was one of my goals on my vision board to, um, at night, Mm -hmm. I will write down five things that I'm grateful for. Um, but I like doing it in the morning because then it kind of preps you for the day and puts you in that mindset. Because mm-hmm. um, I was doing it at night. I don't know if there's a big difference on when you do it. but Yeah, that's actually, Stephanie, that's really great that you do that. So in the morning, you can send out five gratitude texts. And then in the evening, five things you're grateful for. Right. So that's, I mean, both spectrums of, of both. Like 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start incorporating that into my day. I like that. Yeah. And always being open to learning and adapting. And, you know, there's days where, look, we all have ebbs and flows in life and trials and tribulations that we persevere through. And it's being better every day and growing and learning, but also being relentless with your goals and whatever that looks like, you know, powering and persevering through and you become unstoppable by never stopping. So being being relentless and figuring out what that means to you. So I guess we should ask, how do you create a vision board? Where do you start? Yeah, well, that's that's a really great question. I feel everyone starts somewhere between scared and nervous whenever they're doing something new in life. And you have to use that to propel you, to inspire, and have it come from within. So I always say when creating a vision board, you don't want to overcomplicate it. Keep it simple. And you can pick up a poster board from from any store. I mean, I literally got mine from the dollar store. I love the dollar store. And just collect magazines throughout the year. And when you're sitting down to make your vision board, have your vision board there, a pair of scissors, um, you know, glue stick, and start just cutting out images that speak to you. Maybe things that, you know, words you want to live by, maybe a place you want to travel to that you've always wanted to experience. Um, maybe it's a car you've always imagined driving and it's not about just material things. It's, it's so much deeper than that. Um, maybe you want to attract the love of your life. Like maybe put something where you visualize your dream wedding or, um, you know, a relationship that you really want in your life. Put, maybe you have a dream kitchen or a a renovation you want to do to your home. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What colors? Um, is it like let it come to life and there's no there's no right or wrong way when creating a vision board it's really like leading from your heart having that intuition and having a line with what you want in your life and designing it how you want it to look like so it comes to life for you so okay so you have all these pictures and words and right? You glue them onto your poster board. You kind of have it. Now, what's what's the next step? Being mindful about it. How do you not just put it on the shelf and just not think about it or not action to it? How do you action to it? Absolutely. I think uh, the way to really put it to play so it's actually effective and it works for you because you took the time to put it together is put it in a place where you're going to see it you know, consistently. I know you both, it was on your vision boards to, you know, start this and you were intentional about it and you pivoted during this time and you started Live Bold and Boss Up, which is so commendable. You both are such inspiring mompreneurs and starting your own company. So like you were intentional about it and you had it next at your work desk. So you saw it all the time. So have it in a place where you're going to see it and you're going to manifest it. And you're going to do, again, have it on your conscious and subconscious mind because you see it consistently. And that's what's going to come to life and come to fruition for you. So mine's on my nightstand. I literally see it multiple times a day. And then it will make me realize, okay, to be intentional about this area in my life or focus and hone in on this. So it will get you one step closer to accomplishing that. So also, I'm old school. I have a planner I write in every morning, and that's what works for me. So finding what works for you when mapping out your days, whether you schedule everything on your iPad or your iPhone or your tablet, whatever that may be, and making those decisions every day to really come to play with your vision board that you created. So it works for you. 
Thank you, first of all, for for uh, saying that. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. That you know, po- doing the podcast was something that we put on our vision board, and I think we could have easily, like, through everything that's gone on the past six months, like, just say it's not a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, now, you know, we probably shouldn't do it. Let's wait till next year. But we didn't. So I think that's with anything that you are envisioning or your goals, you can always put it off till tomorrow, but you should do it today. Take a- take action today and just just do it. Yeah, you're not always guaranteed tomorrow, right? Right. Yeah, and having, like, I love that you both, you know, former, former NFL cheerleaders, moms, you know, best friends, and inspiring other women to be better versions of themselves and empowerment, but almost accountability together. So find an accountability partner, too, that maybe you design your vision boards together, and then you have an accountability partner to coach each other through on how to get to those dreams, visions, goals, so they come to life together. Because mm-hmm. how how rewarding is that when you have an accountability partner and you both succeed and you can celebrate your wins together? You're more powerful together. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We need to celebrate. I know. Woo! <laughs> um, so, so part of creating a vision board is goal setting. Is it just another way of goal setting or? It's a form of goal setting. Yeah. So it's a form of goal setting. So with my vision board, I have one personally, and then I have one with my significant other. And the personal one really focuses on one-year goals. I'd like to do my personal one one year out. So what I want to accomplish for that year. So in January of 2021, when I sit down, I'll sit down on New Year's Day and start to, to formulate it and, and have it come to life, if you will. And I try to accomplish it within the first week of the year. So I see it all of 2021. Now, the vision board I have with my significant other, we have like more five-year goals on our vision board. And we look at it all the time together. And sometimes we'll add to it and reevaluate it and sit down as a couple so we can really dream even bigger together and hold each other accountable for things we want to come to fruition and come to life for our family. Um, We do have a beautiful blended family of five kiddos, um, ages three years old, five, six, seven, and 10. And we're going to do a family vision board together here soon to instill in our children what it is to be an entrepreneur, to dream bigger. And it's never too early to start. Like they can start now and really have the desired life they want to build and create for themselves. You know, so that's, I think it's important we teach our children at a young age because going through school Obviously, the education, that's key and, and it's so important. But sometimes the tools we're not taught is like how to how to dream bigger. What do we really want in our life? And knowing you can accomplish with anything, you know, you put your mind to. My, you know, being mindful and your mindset is so powerful. I love that. So I get a couple things out of that. First of all, I never thought of doing a vision board with someone, like a joint vision board, which I love because obviously if you have – a common, you know, goal or something that you're working towards together, it makes perfect sense. So, um, and I like the idea of doing it a longer period of time, like five years, mm-hmm. because that way you can, you know, plan and your goals may be longer term goals. Mm-hmm. So I really, really like that. I haven't thought of that before. So thank you. And then second of all, it's never too early to start the vision boards, which I love too, because I want to start doing that with my kids. I think it's something that 
you know, start now. That way it just becomes like part of them and, you know, dreaming big and actually taking action to complete the goals. Yeah. I love that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I lo- yeah. I love everything you said. It's really, it was really artful the way that you put it all together and articulated yourself because you know, as you're talking, I'm just nodding my head. Yes, yes, I agree with you. It's it's so important to just teach your kids, keep teaching your kids even after, right, they go to school because they're not learning all of the possibilities there are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, my personal vision board, I really focus on that kind of one-year goal out. And then as a couple, if you want to dream bigger as a couple, mm-hmm. it's it, I think it's really cool to do that. And it's also great if you want to make it like a, a day date or a, a date night activity where you sit down together and spend that quality time mm-hmm. and put the electronics aside and spend that quality time together. You know, it's so important. Um, and it's 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 just a great activity to do. And accountability, like doing it. Um, so in January 1st of this past year in 2020, I sat down with a few teammates and we created them all together, our personal vision boards. So whether you um, own your own company and you want to do that with your team, you work in corporate world and you inspire other people you work with, you can kind of create it so you can do it together and it gets done um, effectively together. Love that. Um, And then you and your significant other, do you have it in a place like in the bedroom or in the kitchen that you see it every day? Yeah, we have it in our office. So we see it all the time together and we really collaborate with each other there in the office and like talk about family goals and what we want to accomplish. And then we always will see it if we just look over to our right because it's right there by the computer. I also think it's cool to maybe incorporate like a, a tradition, like a New Year's Day tradition. We're all like everyone knows this is what we do and we're going to all sit down and have a family bonding activity or, you know, with your your friends or whoever your your group is to yeah. do it together and make it a tradition. Yeah. Like it's it's a part of it. Really positive way to start your new year with mm-hmm. that with that mindset. And you can start thinking about it as the year approaches. And then on, on day one, the first day of the year really put it together. Writing it down or creating a vision board, um, you do have better success at accomplishing things because I did find this interesting stat online. Um, So apparently 83% of people just don't have any goals, apparently. I don't know where they got this stat from, but that's, I thought that was interesting. Could you imagine 83% of us? I feel like that's high. That's very high. So then it, it goes on to say, you know, 14% have goals in our head, right? So it's not written down. It's not drawn out. It's not created on a vision board. However, those individuals Mm -hmm. actually have, um, they're they're 10 times likely to succeed rather than the individuals who don't have goals, which makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, But then what I thought was an interesting fact is that 3% of people actually write down their goals, and they're 30 times more successful than all of those individuals with, you know, having those um, goals come to life and actually being successful at them. So I thought that was really, I thought that was huge. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I love the vision board piece because it's fun. It's, like you said, quality time with your friends, family, significant other, whoever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, it, you can hold each other accountable. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, Ashley and Stephanie, I never really had like um, goal setting experience prior to 
back about 10 years ago, I had the opportunity to sit down with some really inspiring um, team members from Lululemon, which I am so passionate about that brand. I love what it stands for. And there's one, their manifesto, do one thing a day that scares you. And I love that because I feel you should always be challenging yourself. With challenge comes change. And making yourself uncomfortable to get more comfortable than do it over and over again. Um, So with that being said, I just started really living by goals and goal setting in the past 10 years because I went to a goal setting workshop where they taught me how to make one year, five year, 10 year goals and close your eyes and like really visualize yourself accomplishing that goals. Like where do you see yourself five years from now? Who's surrounded uh, around you? Um, what what it, What's the environment you're in? What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? What are you doing? And if you have a goal to you know, um, do a sprint triathlon or run a marathon or, you know, go skydiving or go cage diving with great white sharks, like put it on your one, five or 10 year goals. And it could be personal goals, professional goals, family goals, but really um, being intentional about it. Because when you start goal setting, you're right, it's going to be on your mindset and you're going to want to accomplish it. And um, if you don't know where to start, Look up goal-setting workshops around in your area, and I, I, I call it BHAGs with my team, and I'm, I don't know if you heard this term, but big, hairy, audacious goals. Yes, like, I've make them that. fun. I love that word, audacious. Me too. <laughs> B- BHAGs. And, you know, everyone starts somewhere. Like, there's no right or wrong way to goal-set. It's what goals you want to accomplish and have in your, like, a tackle at in your life. So. One of the books I have on my desk is... Do something that scares you every day. Mm-hmm. And I've had it for since 2015. And, you know, my goal was to actually do like a page from that book because mm-hmm. it kind of leads you to, um, you know, do something that day, right? Or challenges you like, hey, how did you say no today? Or, hey, what did you do today? Or it, just different things. And, I've I've been filling it out, you know, for about five years now. But mm-hmm. it's a nice reminder because I go back and I'll look at what did I do in 2015, what did I do in 16, and I because I date each page when I do yeah. it, and it's really interesting to see the crazy audacious thing that I did in 2015 because now I'm like, oh, psh, that's like nothing to me now, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it, it makes you grow and it challenges you. So I love that. Yeah. You really do grow and learn every day and you, you grow through what you go through, right? So I love that you said that. Yeah. So are you comfortable sharing what are some of the things that you do every day that scare you? Like what are some of your things that Yeah. I mean, it depends on the day and the intention set for that day and kind of what's mapped out in my DMOs, daily method of opportunities. Um, But day to day, I I sometimes feel as an entrepreneur, I really like to stretch myself and take that extra step, you know, do, you know, one more coaching call or um, approach one more person to shift their life to better and see if they're open minded to it. Because I always feel we all start somewhere, and I wasn't open-minded for a little while in, in this opportunity that was presented to me, but you never know where someone's at in life. So I love to be a no-getter and see how me reaching out to people can inspire them to be better and empower them and lead intentionally from my heart. And I feel that you know I stretch myself in every angle of that as an entrepreneur. 
also, you know, doing one thing a day that scares me, um, maybe reaching out to someone that in the past I might have been nervous to, but knowing I can learn from them, they can learn from me and collaborate our mindsets together to grow even stronger, you know, in our entrepreneurial pursuit or our pursuit of better, you know, as individuals and share best practices. Um, I'll also sometimes send, you know, affirmation. Like I'm words of affirmation when it comes to your love language. Mm -hmm. And I love sending affirmation out. Now that might not be that person's love language, but I think it's always important to acknowledge someone's inspiration they're providing and putting out there, um, a message that they're delivering. Maybe they're, you know, a fellow mom that's, you know, looking like they're keeping all together, but we know we all have our strifes and struggles that we we persevere through, but really just, you know, leading from the heart. Like I feel that is key. Yeah, I love it. I I honestly want to go to cage cage diving with great white sharks wow. soon. That's what I really want to do. That, that would be, be cool. Yeah. yeah. And is that on your five-year plan? Is that? I want to go to, there, I, we were going to go to somewhere right outside of Cape Town, I think. We were going to go in March and then really? this all. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cool. Yeah, yeah mm. I think I would be comfortable with that. Like in a in cage. A, in a cage. In oh. a cage right. only, yes. Um, wow. That'd be, still be scary though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to learn how to scuba dive first, right? Yeah, I'm certified in scuba diving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have to do that first. I don't know. I'm sure you do. Yeah, because you're underwater, so you have to have a tank and everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, Lauren. I feel like I could sit here and talk to you forever. Mm -hmm. You just have, you know, so much energy and so much motivation for me that now I want to go back and I want to look at my vision board and I want to kind of put myself in check and make sure I'm on the right track. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's October already, which is so crazy. Um, And just to make sure that, you know, I'm— Doing, doing what I wanted to do at the beginning of the year. Yeah, so and you can you. always add to it. I add to my vision board. If something comes to my mind that, you know, I'm like, wow, that would be so amazing. Like, I, I add it, you know, because you still can add to your vision board throughout the right. year. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's important to know because sometimes you're like, oh, these are my goals for the year. I can't add anything else. And But, yeah, right. that's a great point. Yeah. Okay, we need larger vision boards. Yes, for our do. kickoff. We'll get bigger ones because <laughs> yeah, ours are pretty small. Ours are they like are kind of small. The size of a piece of paper. Yeah, mine looks like a collage because it's all like overlapping because I want to jam so many things on there, you know. It's okay. <laughs> so um, we're going to ask you some rapid fire questions if that's yeah, okay. Absolutely. So these are questions that you just say the first thing that comes to mind, a couple sentences or less. And you can say more if needed, but, um, you know, that way we just get your first thought. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to go first? Okay. So, you know, one of my questions while we were just chatting before all of this is, you know, how did you get the courage to just start with creating your own business because you had a great job as a financial advisor. You were in there for, you know, five years. You probably had a career ladder, um, you know, something to climb, right, to improve yourself. And then you you pivoted and you went a different direction. What gave you that courage to do that? I know that's not a really quick question, but I'm dying <laughs> to ask you. Yeah, no, that's a really great question. I love, love this topic. So, I loved what I learned being a financial advisor, and it was all about the relationship for me and connecting with my clients, but I realized I didn't want to sit behind a desk and 
wear a suit every day. And I, my, my heart and passion's always been into fitness and health. And that's when I, I feel my, my best and operating at my highest efficiency. Um, and, uh, you know, I led me to, you know, really take on entrepreneurship and open up the very first Pure Bar Studio in the Tampa Bay area. I actually, when I was a financial advisor, I got trained to be a teacher at the very first location, really in the ta- greater Tampa Bay area, opened in Sarasota, Florida. And I was so inspired um, and could see myself doing that. So I honestly am a kind of zero to 60 in two seconds. Mm-hmm. I had the idea, I, you know, and pursued it and uh, never looked a day back. Um, it taught me you know, being a financial advisor, making those relationships and connecting and hearing people's goals and aspirations, opening up Pure Bar allowed me to be, you know, financially fit, physically fit and mentally fit and re- grow even to a deeper level of being an entrepreneur. So, uh, of course, I love it. I love it. You're just zero to six. You're like, this is what I'm going to do. And you just go and do it. Mm-hmm. There's no second guessing. I love it. Yeah. yeah. What or do you read books currently? I do. I love listening to podcasts. So mm-hmm. I've been listening to some of your episodes. <laughs> I also love uh, Audible, so books on tape. Okay. But yes, I do have some of my favorite books. I was going to ask you, is is there one book that you've read recently or just before in general that you feel like has really motivated you or just um, that you would recommend to anyone if they were to ask for a book recommendation? Absolutely. So one of my mentors and business coaches, Brian Underwood, he recommended a book uh, to me about uh, three and a half years ago called Rhinoceros Success. And I recommend that book to everybody in the pursuit of being an entrepreneur and just wanting to grow more as an individual uh, because it really teaches you how to have a sharp mindset and how to think and, you know, really persevere through anything that comes your way. Like, um, talk about, you know, having, you know, a rhino mentality. And what that means is having thick skin and not letting anything get in your way or, or penetrate your skin, like having that, you know, burning desire, that, that drive, being relentless in the pursuit of becoming the best version of yourself and not letting any obstacle get in your way and looking at it as an opportunity to power through if there's an obstacle that presents itself. So rhinoceros success, I highly recommend for anyone in the pursuit of, you know, becoming a better version of yourself. If you own your own business, a brick and mortar, you work in corporate world, you want to embark the journey of becoming an entrepreneur. I feel that that is such a strong book to read. And it's an, it's honestly an easy read as well. So it's definitely doable. If you're only able to fit in a chapter or two a day, you can power right through it. I'm going to have to get that. I know you've, I've heard you mention that book before too. And I, you know, I need to just I need to get it. Yes. I need to write it down and get the book. Go on Amazon real quick. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So speaking of, you know, all of these vision boards, right, and mm-hmm. goal settings, do you have – what's what's next for you? Do you have something that you need to finish before 2020 ends? What's kind of What's kind of next? Yeah. So during this time, I really had to pivot. You know, you have to pivot and make adjustments. So I've stepped into a greater role of leadership, Um with our team and coaching them to success. So I wanted to even develop into a stronger leader and stretch myself even more. So sharpening my skills as a leader, and I added that to my vision board uh, because I knew I wanted to become, develop into a, a better leader, you know, and grow and expand more. So that's on my vision board to, you know, the final quarter of the year to really train my mindset to really lead in a, in a bigger way. 
So nice. So Lauren, you are really big on social media as far as followers and being an influencer. What, how did you, how did you get there? What did you do in order to get such a big following? Yeah. So really consistency, like with anything in life, you need to be consistent and getting on a schedule that really worked for consistency with content, posting, um, adding value. And, and really I learn every day, something new about social media. It's being open-minded to learn and grow and figuring out what works with your followers and your platform. Um, something that I'm really working on is I want to create an even deeper relationship with followers and see what do they want to see? What content are they really wanting? But my platform really is to share inspiration, motivation, fitness tips, and inspire people to be better than they were the day before, like every day, better every day. But I would say really, um, Stephanie Ashley, is being open-minded to learning social media, being consistent at it, and also collaborating with other people that are winning on social media and what's working for them to share best practices and highlighting other people on social media. It's always great to highlight a a fellow entrepreneur that is just, you know, winning, you know, winning big in life or celebrating a local business and plugging them in. And it's all about elevating each other Mm -hmm. on that platform to really all lift each other up and rise together. Thank you for saying that, because I was thinking of that earlier, actually, whenever I was thinking about the podcast and talking to, to you today is just supporting others, supporting other women, supporting other entrepreneurs, just supporting each other in the community on like your successes and just, I feel like that's so important. Yeah. And just, you know, making a conscious effort to do that daily. Yeah. And also um, being authentic and genuine and real and your followers feel that. Mm -hmm. So one thing that's more to come from me is I'm going to be sharing more and more about my story and journey and really what I've grown through, especially in these past few years that I used to, be a little nervous to share. And I feel it's very important to open up and because it may inspire someone going through something similar to you and you could literally speak life into them and inspire them to, to know that they can make a shift, you know, and get better and learn, um, never looking at something in your life as a mistake, as an opportunity of area to grow upon and get better at. Because if you feed in your mind, you know, a negative thought or you made a mistake, it's going to hold you back. So you making your mess a message and really persevering through, because I feel we all go through different things. And if we share that and we rise and lift each other up and support, that's where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. Truly. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Another, another key piece that mm-hmm. I just heard you say is the consistency part. And I think that's really important. Um, it's, it seems so simple or so obvious, but I think the consistency piece is really what you need to, to hit those goals, right. And be the better, your best self every single day. You have to consistently do these, you know, these little tasks of waking up early and meditating and, you know, saying, you know, sending thankful texts and Mm -hmm. doing these little things every day consistently, you know, will also help you to that, that end goal or that, you know, just kind of growing every day. So I think that's a huge piece. Yeah. And 90% of success in life is just showing up. So to be transparent, 
yesterday, I didn't want to go on my camera on social media, but that's when you have to show up even more because I showed up and I shared from my heart how I was feeling in that moment. And look, we, like I said, we have ebbs and flows uh, to be expected, right? You have different things that can happen in life. And in that moment, you might not be feeling optimal, but you need to do that shift of your mindset and then speak life into others. I got so many messages. You know, I feel the same way that you're talking about. And thank you for sharing that. And when you're feeling resistance, you go through it. And you show up because it's going to speak to someone else and change the, the course of their day or the trajectory of their life. Wow. I mean, I feel like we should leave it at that. I mean, that's some good stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean. I'm ready to go. Let's make our vision board. I'm ready <laughs> to be consistent. Let's go do all Let's these things. Let's do it. I'm ready. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lauren, so much for being here yeah. with us today. It was an honor for you to invite me to do this with you both. And keep you know inspiring so many and leading from your heart and I commend you both for starting this up and and making it come to life like that's inspiration right there thank you it means a lot and having guests like you on here is what keeps us going and you know that's was kind of our vision you know with the podcast is having leaders in the community and entrepreneurs and just influential people that can share their stories to share with others I think is what the whole purpose is mm -hmm. yeah so thank you this was awesome thank you so much we also want to thank you to the Tampa Bay Wave for having us here today and to Next Path Career Partners for the support and until next time live bold and boss up this is a forking around town with Tracy Guida quick fix on Radio Influence Today I'm joined by a very new friend of mine, Mr. John Peter Barbie of Tip Top Canning Company. My canning company is uh, all about local and all natural. So I don't do any kind of chemicals. I want everything to be uh, locally grown. I, unfortunately, I can't do 100% locally grown because, you know, we don't have Florida cranberries. But we do have florida lemons and you know stuff like that so i do source a lot of my stuff from local farmers uh including the pigs that i use to to make the bacon for the bacon jam so we go we go deep into the the, the farming world yeah. to collect the ingredients um when i make my food there's two things i keep in mind uh first thing is the balance and symmetry of the flavor so I want everything to have a balance to it. So I want you to taste the salt, the sugar, the sweet, the, the, the spicy, the bitter. I want it all. I want your taste buds to be like explosion in your mouth. That is awesome. Then the second thing I think about is that food is the cause and cure of every metabolic disease we have. So, you know, things like diabetes, heart, blood pressure, uh, cancers, you know, it's all caused by our food and it can be all be cured by our food. So why eat stuff that have chemicals? Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play and RadioInfluence.com.